Check it, check check. Yeah, here we are. Oh man, let me turn my ringer back off. So look, this is uh part two of oh, podcast shit. series part Forever. Yep. I go by at digital crates. Uh I used to call this Crates Talk Podcast. Yeah. But since uh two chains has started this thing called Crate Talk. I have seen uh, podcast. Which is um, you know, it's a different concept than mine, uh, and a different name. It's crate and not crates. Um so I'm gonna change the name of my podcast. Whoa. So for now, we're just rocking with Philadelphia Podcast, mm. okay. which I am a co-host of, and you guys are forever. Yeah, we are for VR. I'm <laughs> VR. <laughs> <laughs> VR. So yeah, I don't have like an actual podcast name. So I'm just rocking with Philadelphia Podcast. Shout out to our sponsors, uh, Hip Hop Since 1987.com, Show Grow Official. DrippyFish.com, which is a clothing Dude. collection. Uh, many collabs between Drippy Fish and other local brands coming soon. Uh, we can speak about that a little bit in this podcast. We'll speak about some fashion and art. That's good. But most importantly, we're going to talk about music. So shout out to our other sponsors, the Sound Gallery Studios. Mm, we're nice. right here at Digital Crate Studios nice. recording. Shout out to all the creatives here in the tri-state Philadelphia area, Jersey, Philly, Pennsylvania, then Delaware, New York, and two superbly creative people here forever. Uh, shout out, man. Say what's up to the people. This is part two, so they should already know who the fuck y'all are. Talk that talk <laughs> but if they don't, say a little something. For real. Uh, you gotta say your name to people? Oh, yeah. My name's Ren. Uh, my name is Caesar, and we you know are our forever. Name. Yeah, we're forever. Like we said. Um... Real quick rundown. I'm, I'm from Philadelphia. I'm not from Philly, but Montgomery County. We from the county, you know. There you go. The county. The county. Rep the county. Hey, so look, um, if you move to LA, like, if y'all like caught this record deal lit, and moved to LA in a couple months, like, would you tell people you were from Montgomery County, or would you tell people you're from Philadelphia? Ooh, ask her the big question. <sighs> Damn. We gonna get I guess I have to be. I have to be real. I'll be but honest. Would you say like the Philly area? Philly area is cool because like I'm really not that far. Like the like welcome to I Philadelphia like, sign is literally on Stanton, like around the corner from my house. So like <laughs> I feel like you It's not it. like you say, Oh, I'm from New Jersey, like yeah. it's not like you say I'm from Pennsylvania. Like for real, for real. You're in LA. What you gonna say if you can see Not that Philly, like I mean I'm from Philly, so yeah, I'm, I'm from Philly because we're like but Philly based. Are you gonna say what neighborhood in Philly you're from? Or do you think people I'm from even... North, but I don't think they care. If they cared and cool, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but would you say that you're out in LA, are you gonna say I'm from North Philly or are you gonna say I'm from Philly? On average, Philly, just because it's a city. Boom. It's interesting. So you we know? did a podcast, uh I think it was two episodes ago where we did talk about this. Mm. Um somebody was from Montgomery County and somebody was from Bucks County. Mm. And they were talking about, like, well, do you say, are you from these counties or from Philadelphia area once you get to, let's say, a No Jumper podcast right. or a bigger platform? Right. What do y'all think? I think it depends on you, uh, for one. I, I feel like if that's what you want to represent, I guess Philadelphia, because that's a thing. You know well, I mean? no, we'll see. Like, I think of it, like, forever. Like, we do all of our work in Philly. Like, mm-hmm. we met each other in Philly. Like, uh-huh. I was like... Like forever was born in Philly. Like this is a Philly group at this point. Yeah, like the like well, personally where I'm from. I like, I guess I'll be honest. Like 
Yeah, I'm out in the county. But <laughs> uh, now I'm gonna tell you something. So I lived out in California for a while, and the county there is the county prison. Like, so, oh, I know. That's how when y'all so say the like, county, was, I laugh. It was so funny um, when I first met Toon, and he was like, yeah, I'm fresh out the county. I was like, damn, bro, like, what was you in for? <laughs> that's what I would have said, to be honest. So that's not a dumb question. You know what I mean? Because I was just moving back from L.A., yeah. and I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't realize that, Facts. like, you know, I'm from Philly, born and raised Philly area. Right. So I'm familiar with all the counties and the Jersey There's areas. different counties, right. But oh. when I was in L.A., I went out there for college. I went out there. I was 17. I wasn't even 18 right. yet. And like my nickname, my accent was so thick and I was so Philly that like literally my nickname was Philly. Like people would like on campus I'm would be like, yo, Philly. I see yo, that right now. Yo, Philly. And I had to like, yo, I had to, I had to get my, gnar- that's gnarly, dude. I had to like change, oh, switch up God. a little bit on them. a little bit. Man. Like, that's you crazy. Know. I was always wearing like DVS and skate shoes and shit anyway here. Like, in I Philly. see this. I see this and entire. Skating, but when I was in Cali, I was wearing flip flops and socks. And, you know what I mean? You switched was, up, boy. Okay. Because okay. it was like one in Rome, more wearing the rainbow wow. sandals. <laughs> yeah, wearing Rome, wearing LA. Yeah, that shit hurt when you're breaking it in, but I did it anyway. And, you, and it worked out. But yeah, so when I was there, point is, I would always say I'm from the Philly area. Mm-hmm. Because it's like. No matter where you're from, you could be from Cherry Hill, you could be from freaking Harrisburg. <sighs> That's our capital mm-hmm. yeah. of Pennsylvania. Right. And I don't think most 18 year old college students even nah. know that. They might think Philly is the capital. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are a creative group from the Philadelphia area. Yes, we are a Philadelphia based group. And this podcast, we are talking about. Roses Die? Roses Die. Our project? Some people call yeah. it a mixtape. Some people call it an album. It feels like both. It's a discrepancy. <sighs> it's like some she debate in the streets. What is it? Oh, is that a big, uh, is that on the rumor mill? Um, I mean, I guess when we originally made it, it was definitely a mixtape. Hmm. But only because it was one of those things where it felt like a moment, if that makes sense. Like it felt like a this time, this is what this is. This is only this, if that makes sense. So, like, if it was an album, I feel like that's, like, the definition of something. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like we have a lot more potential and layers that we can bring to the table. So, yeah. I feel like it isn't the definition of what forever it is, but it's a huge aspect. Yeah, like, Rose's Die isn't, like, our, like our main sound, <laughs> I feel. It was just something, like, a side project almost. Almost. Yeah. Almost like you could, it couldn't, you could have called it just Roses Die, not even forever Roses uh-huh. Die, just 100%. Yeah. Almost like you had your own little alter ego of Sasha Fierce that, Forever. A Fierce. little bit, a little bit. It's like our own little, yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, especially in the intro, so, I, you know, I want to kind of bring the listeners, uh, rope them back in, and, and you can even pause this podcast right now and go to the previous podcast. Actually. And what we did in the last one is we played. Little snippets from most of the mixtape, mm-hmm. so you, I, I won't, I won't be mad, listeners. I'm not mad. Go you could pause it right here, and go back, and you could actually go anywhere, uh, Spotify, YouTube, mm-hmm. Apple Music, Whoopty Woo, oh, wherever, yeah. and listen to it. Pause it right now, and don't you don't have to listen to the whole thing, but listen to some snippets so you can kind of catch the vibe of what we're talking about. And I did want to get into talking about the actual production of this project. And sorry, C's, I want to maybe focus more on the That's songwriting and lyrics okay, in the next podcast. That's a good job, man. Yeah, so the next podcast, let's get deeper into the lyrics and the songwriting. Show but for show. this podcast, I want to talk about three or four songs in particular and the production. 
try to keep it short. A lot of podcasts we do is two parts. I want to keep this one this kind of short. Mm. One part. Let's get two. And um, I do want to shout out the sponsors again. Showgirl Official, Hip Hop Since 1987, Sound Gallery, DrippyFish.com. Uh, we're here at Digital Crate Studio. This is my studio. And I do want to make a point clear before we get deeper that a lot of business coming into the studio is podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Just this past week, we've done about five or six of them. And not just for Philadelphia podcasts, but other brands. Right. And I think it's important for all artists, including yourselves, which we're doing, is mm-hmm. to create your own podcast platform. So this is part two. So again, you can pause it and go back and listen to part one before we continue. So let's just take a second to pause right now. Okay. That was, that was just one second. <laughs> I was about to whistle. <laughs> yeah. Cardi B noise. Ow. I wish I could do it. I wish I... Oh, the ow. I could do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, is there a signature forever ad lib? Honestly, it's Ren. Do it. Do it. Do it, Ren. Do it, Ren. The high pitch. Do it. One time. I, I don't know what it is. I don't All know right. what you're talking she about. She either says I or go like, What do I do? Oh. Do I do like, yeah. I do that a lot. But also, yeah. Ren does this like A I, and I don't know if she's saying A or I yet. Okay, it never ever sounds like I in anything you've <laughs> ever done. Definitely well, doesn't. I'm, no, people know that you sound like what? Like okay. I people, real people success tell me in hip hop comes from having a signature. There you go. And I've never heard someone just say I as an A. So, like, keep that up. I! Yeah, it's like, I! Sounds, I see? Never yeah, I don't hear the I know A. what you're talking about now. Now that you just did that, I know. All right, so that was a random question, but I do want to go back to the top. Let's do it. So, um, Roses Die, the first song is also called Roses Die, mm-hmm. the intro. Yes. This is something that we touched on in the last podcast, and I paused myself, and I was like, let's save it for the second one. And what I wanted to bring up was it sounded to me like a lot of the beats on this project, including the intro, has sampled vocals in the track, but not necessarily a sampled vocal of somebody else. It sounds like you, Ren. It sounds like you sang and maybe put some effects on your voice, did some things, and then included that in the production of the beat with the keys and the drums. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I, I used to do that on a lot of tracks. So I yeah, haven't fill recently. Me in. But... Tell me about the creative process, especially the intro, Roses Die. Roses Die. So I made that track well over a year ago. And that was back when I was like using Ableton and trying to figure out that doll. And yeah, so I, I was using Ableton and... It was just I like I got really like into synths. I was trying to make this big music. I was like so deep into production. I was almost doing too much. And people always told me like, yo, there's a lot of noises going on and all that. I was like, but that's cool. Like I want I don't I don't want to sound like everyone else's track. Like yeah. whatever. And me when it comes to like putting vocals on the tracks, I used to do that a lot. Uh, Roses Die does have a little bit of that, but I turned those what I what I used they turned into synths pretty much. And I, there's a one track where I do that a lot heavier, uh, Rendezvous, where I actually, there was a splice sample uh, that you I had edited. Splice. Yeah, splice.com, crazy. Yeah, there's, you know what, and, and I read this thing yesterday, it was a meme, so it's so like I read this thing, it sounded weird, but I saw a meme and it was like, if you use loops as a producer or anything like that, samples like that from packs, it doesn't make you any less a producer. How you fucking use that shit? Exactly. So salute to you. Took it, chopped it up, added some effects, you know, dragged it out some. It really worked. Um, it doesn't sound like anything like it, this, uh, what I did. That's what immediately I think catches people about the intro of y'all's album is that it just doesn't sound like anything. It's just so like 
new and fresh and now, and it's so amazing. Agreed. Thank you. Yeah, I can't even compare it to anybody else. <laughs> so, like, if you're sampling your own vocal, like, what's, like, your, like, kind of go-to? Do you have, like, any certain filter that you like to use or any effect? Like, you can give up a secret, any VST, give, anything give that you sauce. like. Give uh, hmm. like that's the sauce. What did you do? No, like, honestly, yeah. Waves plugins. Like, that's all Wave I've been stuff. using. Yeah, yeah shout like, out to Waves. Waves plugins. Real like, they stuff. have a crazy amount yeah. of things and... And I think there's a lot you can just do with low and high pass filters. Just fil just lot. the two Agreed. filters. You don't gotta do it. If you're creative, it's like mm -hmm. amazing what you can do with filtering. Um, a lot of my production has been redacted now to a lot of low and high pass filtering and instead of finding balance and volume, I've been trying to find a little bit more balance in EQ. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Something I'm still trying to figure yeah. out. And I don't know, like, Seize, what do you do? Like, if Ren is, like, sampling a vocal in the studio and building a beat, like, are you just, like, freaking out? Like, I haven't quite seen this process in person yet, but I can't I guess imagine you haven't, it right? being, like... Yeah. It really depends on the day, the vibe, the energy. It's different all the time, especially with us. We're, I don't know, we're the type of creators, we're just doing random things to, like... That's amazing. You know what I mean, I, I, mean yeah. I honestly really hope that in the near future is whatever that y'all work on coming soon that you dock. And you have been. I've been noticing yeah. some vlog work, but really document the production yeah. and um, go back and maybe we can talk to Seismic Vibes. Shout out to Seismic Vibes. Mm -hmm. Maybe okay, they can right. come to where you uh -huh. make your beats. Exactly. And you can really get into breaking down the creative process because okay. for me as a producer, you ever seen that meme where it's like everybody at the festival's turning up and uh -huh. partying and the producer's sitting there like and this, going, like, uh -huh. oh, I wonder what drums that are. What synth is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, I know that preset from Omnisphere. Like, yeah. Uh -huh. That's me. Like, I can't just, like, have fun anymore, like, because I really Such think about this shit, like, how they're shooting the gun and what the target mm. might look like and, yeah. uh -huh. and how, how deep did the bullet go through the target you mm. know what I mean that same, same and I think with this mixtape y'all really like shot some bullets that went through the target um, the, the next song I wanted to talk about because uh, I want to kind of go in order is Shishi it's got like some crazy stuff going on in there production wise um, we're going to play that song in this podcast we'll play both the intro Roses Die uh, snippet they're going to flag me because you have it out now. Mm. Um, so what I'll do is, like, maybe we'll have to pitch it up or down a little bit. But you own the music and you distribute it yourself. Am I correct? Yep. So it's fine. If it gets flagged, it's almost like more money that comes to you through the podcast. Yeah, it's great. Do whatever just, you just don't, do. like, take my YouTube down and, and post this. <laughs> no, like, man. Uh, fill it up for your podcast. We're only on too. episode 20. We're trying to make it to episode 100. We're going to interview my man, Musso, pretty soon. We're going to have two in the interview, Musso, pretty soon. You know what I mean? Like, yo, we definitely going to get you on one of these podcasts. So, yeah, so if you want to talk about Shishi, um, it's one of those tracks that's, like, got, like, I can't even explain it. It's, like, almost like you have effects on the vocals. It almost sounds like a DJ. Like, you almost, like, mix the acapella separately into the beat. I know that sounds crazy the way I just said <laughs> yeah, it to I got listener, it though. I got it though. But yeah. I'm sure some of our listeners have heard the song and understand production. That's why they're listening to me fucking interview y'all because that's what this is. It's mm -hmm. talking about music. So yeah, please speak on a little bit of the production of Shishi because that song is just really one of those that seems to be everybody's favorite and just catches people's ear. And I think it has a lot to do with the mixing of the vocals so just speak on it man interrupt yeah. me let's go man I, I came up with this like the, the hook just came to me like after right, directly after making the beat and I sent it to Eric aka Caesar 
<laughs> Sorry. That's um, okay. People can know my real name. Right? Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to change it. Like, I wanted to come in even harder on the second course. Yeah. So I took out half the words, uh, you know, like on uh, Logic, that good ass, right, yeah. uh, what is it? Using like everything. Um, they had this like slow down thing mm. on Logic where you can like so literally like any track. Beat. Yeah. For yeah. producers out there, it's like gross beat. Exa- yeah. It's crazy, but um, I put that on every single word in the beginning of the chorus and just kind of like cut it out. It's like view, 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 like just to make it. Oh, it was like go a verify. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. not Chris, like a verify. Oh, that's hot. Yo, you know what's Ooh. funny about it? I always forget how like when you when we had this song for months without words. Oh yeah. And you just singing what the hook sounds yeah, like. Yeah, the so hook was, was G minor shit. Hey, <laughs> like literally, I didn't know any words. Hey, words um, yeah. No, and literally referencing and and sitting on music there's nothing wrong with that i think what's wrong with it is sitting on it too long after it's done Mm -hmm. yeah um but like if you have a reference like that and you sit on it um literally i don't know what y'all consider a lot of people consider um yesterday by the beatles john Mm -hmm. lennon to be like literally the greatest song of all time Mm -hmm. the lyrics for that for about five years was scrambled eggs Everybody loves my scrambled eggs. Wow. They said he was walking around singing that fucking scrambled egg song for years. Till he just got the words. Yeah, years mm. singing that the fucking scrambled egg. I think it was Eric Clapton or somebody in mm. their biography was saying, Mio, he was driving us fucking crazy singing that song for that fucking scrambled egg song for years. Damn. So there's nothing wrong with that, building on something. So is that actually, I, I, I'm fried, so y'all gotta tell me, is that actually the vocal chop? Was that actually part of the beat? No, we did that. Yes, that's in like a vocal. And then when you guys are in concert, I guess you do that. You sing that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sure. so fire. I feel like it's like the catchiest part. Of the, yeah, probably. Yeah. It just kicks it off. Like, yo, for, for the listeners that want to understand it deeply, it's almost like DJing, like scratching their yeah. vocal. The I got you, man. That was a very good comparison. In the yeah. track. Like, it's just so fire. Um, is there anything else about that beat, especially the way the snare kind of mm-hmm. slaps a little off time like do you want to talk about any more of the production of Shishi really quick I, I all the tracks but mainly uh Shishi all of them made on machine like I used a drum pad mm. like I have some sounds that I have downloaded like mm, I like s- specific snare that I use in like a lot of my production because it just it's like real loud like it's the you signature see, yeah. red slap yeah um, <laughs> um it, do you is it human like i mean do you quantize is the question or do you like just slap i i, I do quantize after okay like i do so it's human yeah. performance yes that's sweet uh, i mean i get see, i, I get pretty close anyway but yeah you see how i do like i like to like drop audio right in the sequencer and like really like play with it a little differently i used to hit the pads more when i was younger and something about the sequencer now i'm like i'm obsessed with i don't know it's real clean, that's why, yeah, yeah true. real clean. It's like you don't but, have to go back twice, it's just there. Yeah, right, right, right. But the human feel. It's it's fun, like, like I love the And you play the drums. I used to a lot better, not heavy, heavily anymore, but yeah. So yeah. I've seen you slap the drums yeah. in the show. So like, I, I, I did it. Don't I'll be do modest, it. like, yo, on this, on this album, like, we're working on this new music. There's it's definitely, crazy. You should definitely play drums it's on one of the tracks. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. No, that'd be fun. Yeah, we'll get a set in here in one of the tracks. I will do it. Honestly, we should add a couple of live things in and now. Yeah. We could do some things. And some so, of um, the uh, one of the other songs I wanted to talk about now that we covered Shishi, I was trying to think. I had it in my mind. I know you always talked about Rondo, but I don't know if that's... No, cool. it was... um. Oh, man. I, I do want to talk about Ronnie. You know what I want to talk about in general? This is what I want to talk about in general. And we can kind of wrap up this 
short podcast with this, the collabs on mm. the album. Mm. Every collab track, I guess it's about a third of the album has mm. collabs. Yeah. Those that third of the album, they seem to have interesting energy that intercuts the I guess what you would call your group solo stuff. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, especially the song because we'll stay in order. Especially the song with Dombey. Cool. Right. Mm. Seems to have like this interesting. I know you're gonna hate me, Red, for saying this, but an interesting pop energy. I mean, yeah, pop yeah. R and B. She it's know, like a, she it's like a some shape, like it. something in the percussion, like like it's not a bounce; it's a certain shape to that track. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you would talk about adapting to working with features in general, specifically that song with Don B, and then the production about that song. Adapting with well, a lot of time I have the track done before I even talk to them oh, but like wow. okay. there's also sometimes like lately especially like whenever we collab with somebody i'm like i don't really know what they want to do i don't really know where we're trying to go so i tried making the beat on the spot like i like just cook something up real quick or even if it's like five minutes before the session like i just make a beat honestly and, like, those yeah. work the most yeah no it seems to be the best they vibes the i like make the beat while the person is there going. like they have no idea what they're about mm -hmm. to hop on mm -hmm. so whatever they come up with is like really like mm -hmm. I don't know, like organic. So was that how this track with Dom happened? Not no, we actually I sent her that track, but oh, so so she wrote to it in advance. She had time. Yeah, she had some time. Yeah, it came out fire. I mean, that track is one of my favorites on the whole album. Me too. Mm -hmm. She was laughing at me. Y'all had this little. Um, maybe this would be a good way to wrap it up because I was really impressed. You guys had this mixtape release party mm -hmm. since mm -hmm. the first podcast. Right. Right. And the mixtape release party. Y'all had these swings in there. <laughs> ah, the swings are hot. Yo, I shout out to that. I could probably Rigo, figure out a way to Salome. put the swings yeah. in here. Rin. Yo, that party was so crazy. And that song came on, and I started like kind of singing along with it. And I didn't peep, but Dom was sitting right next to me. And she's like, Crazy, look at you. You already know all my lyrics. <laughs> but maybe that's why it's so potent and memorable. Maybe because it was mm. that time that y'all, and the thought that y'all put in the purpose of that track. Mm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I remember the first time we just heard her record it, and she was like, "Yeah, I might to, like fix some stuff." And we just looked at each other. No, like, uh, yeah, it was no, like, oh, you're good. good. Like, no, yeah, like good. you're good. You're Song's over. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's Next fine. Uh huh. I didn't think she was gonna come in that hard, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but Dom's amazing. Yeah. And then um, okay, so the last song everybody wants to know. Well, not everybody, but a couple of my producer and engineer homies oh, want to know where the fuck did you get that flute sound in the Rego collab? I I. The. Splice.com, yeah. I'm telling you. Yo, she be spliced Get an account. Up. If you make beats, get an account. Because Yo, because on the whole album, that might be one of the hottest sounds. That flute no, is fucking crazy. No, 100%. I agree. So what you do? You pitched it up and flipped yeah, it? Yeah, I just edited it, yeah. Put the flip down, flip in, and reverse it. Like, right. yo. Because, like, I, I like using it, but I also don't want to make it sound like I just, like, ripped it off Splice yeah, of course. and yeah, you put it on a track. Like, on. Yeah, I got to edit everything. But, wow. Um, and it's, you know, I, I'm one of those two. See, I make beats a lot of times after a long day like this where we've had sessions all day and I literally sometimes I'll be making a beat someone will ask me like what I just had like where'd you get that sound I'll be like I don't know I have no fucking clue bro like, I, don't know. I was proud when I made that beat I don't know like shit and then I'll like actually have to open the beat up and look and see where it might have come from whether it was a VST or a sample or whatever um so I'm impressed that you even remember but yeah shout out to Splice is there any other um tips you can give to other aspiring producer, artist, engineer, creative types 
that are working on building a sound. I know one thing you did say was that you have some signature sounds that you use frequently. Yeah. I think that's a very good piece of advice to kick it off with. And if you can maybe give two more pieces of advice, that'd be cool. Uh, I like to come out of my own head. So like, there's a lot of people who want to make tight beats, which is fine, it's cool. But like, a lot of any of the melodies I make, like mm. I'll have a drum track and I just start humming things mm. that I can like find a cool sound for and replicate. Like, I just like so just come out like of your top, own. They head. call it a top line. Yeah. So you have drums and like a top line, and then you start building the track around it. So that's good advice. Also, a lot of the sounds or like any melodies, like my first idea, I never really go back and change them like that. Like that's like, that's like yeah. yeah. So like once so I, and I know that as a composer, if you're building chords around a melody, I think it's easier than putting a melody on top of chords because there's already so many notes. Right. right. So that's really good advice to get a good top line melody first. I think that's a very school classic music industry's way of producing a song we freestyle a lot of our ideas then right into yeah. most of the time it's so in the moment mm-hmm. yeah. and not just like oh i want to make something that sounds like this it's just yeah making like something. i just really want to create right. my own thing like that's it really so came out of my head yeah that's why i wanted to sit down and talk about this i think well i want to talk more about production i think in the last episode because there's going to be a four-part series Stay tuned in the next episode. We're going to have C's take the hot chair. And we'll get more into the songwriting and uh, melodic elements of this project. It's so amazing. Um, so it's called Roses Die. Spelled exactly right. R-O-S-E-S. New word. D-I-E. Roses Die. Um, it's available everywhere. Yep. Forever. That's four. The number four. V like v Veronica. And R is in Ron. Or Renathy. <laughs> My favorite R word. And okay. So if you search anywhere forever, roses die, just in Google on your phone, it'll come up. Mm-hmm. Um, right you up. guys are been really good at, we talked about this earlier, marketing the album, mixtape, whatever you want to call it, mm. after it's out. Mm. Mm. A lot of people Dang. promote, 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 then drop, and then disappear. Yeah, I still want it to be around. We, you know, we, we yeah, work too hard. Last. On it. <laughs> so so, yeah, so please go to 4vrmusic.com and check out exclusive B sides that didn't make the project. Actual, right. still yeah. slappers too. Like that's so. You can even download them for free. That's like, so yeah. cool that you guys are showing after it's out even more. I mean, I'm I'm loving this whole wave of behind the scenes look at this project. Thank you. So shouts to y'all. Thank y'all for coming out today, Philadelphia Podcast. Please, before we go, if there's anything else you want to say, shout out the whole world. Um, anything else you want to leave the people with? Seize, if you want to give people maybe a teaser of what the next episode's going to be like, and we could talk about all like the food rhymes that you got coming. Yo, we need a whole episode of my food rhymes. Well, you're coming. That's, That's your, your episode four, is, or episode is three, a, is going to be Caesar's like, kitchen. Food rhymes. Oh, <laughs> Caesar's kitchen. Yeah. I'm here for that. Honestly, Philadelphia Podcast presents Caesar's Kitchen coming soon. I'm here for it. We can make it a cook show. You have a lot of rhymes about food. I'm a hungry man. (laughs) Ren actually makes fun of me for it. I don't know if she's calling me like. And I'm discovering them like like we just was listening to a bunch of your music and there's so many rhymes that like I'm just oh man this dude definitely is hungry so yeah. If anybody is tuned in, we're gonna record episode three soon. So if they want to cater that episode. Oh, that was a nice. yeah, I see what you yeah. did. That so if nice. they want to come cater and sponsor the mm. episode, what kind of food would you like if they did that? 
I would like Mexican food. That's, yes! I'm always, so done. always here every time. Burritos, enchiladas, I don't even care where chile delenos. Ah, people go. Okay, Anything spicy, Sole, we're going to do it. Let's get it. Oh, okay. man. Mole. All right. So, look. Whoever in the Philly, Tri-State, Jersey, Delaware, anyone who's ill with Mexican food. Oh, my God. Please. We're going to probably record this podcast sometime, like, next week. Like, a week from yes, now. I will break down. I love you Come forever. down, and we'll shout you out. I will interview you. You could be part of the whole process. So, tune in. Uh, Philadelphia Podcast. You can go to Apple Podcasts. Type in one word. Philadelphia Podcast. One word. And you can listen. We have about 20 episodes. This is going to be, I think, like episode 21 or 22. It's like amazing. It's starting to grow. Oh, yeah. So shout out to our sponsors again. Uh, Bumfeet, Caledelphia Buds, 93 Pressure. They've been keeping us going in the studio. Shout out to the Runt Rocks. Hip-hop since 1987.com. Special shout out for this episode to Fiji Water. Right, Fiji bro. gang. Fiji, Fiji gang. Yeah, only drinks Fiji also, shout out Crates because Crates is the greatest human alive. Welch's food sna- fruit snacks. <laughs> Wawa. Shout out to Candy for Ryan. No, but for real, for real. Drippyfish.com. D R I P P Y fish.com. Philadelphia Podcast. Hip Hop Since 1987. The Sound Gallery. Show Grow Official. Um, do you guys have anybody else you want to shout out? Um, the whole squad. Rigo. Yeah. Yep. Sad Marquise. Yeah. Mitchell. Devin Farrell. Yes. Yeah. Everyone on the project, Don yes. B, AP to plan. Yes. Honestly, everyone. We love you all. Retro yes. Hawkeye, Tony Pesos, everyone. It's great. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Tony Pesos. I was just chopping up with Cuz earlier. Yeah, where you guys? We're trying to get him on that Silk City show coming up. So, yeah. So, uh, if you want to see Forever in concert, some shit coming up. Maybe y'all could double up. There's two shows on June 17th. All in art and music experience at Voltage Lounge. And then Good Night at Silk City, same night, and Square Root, so it'll be three, show, three shows in one night, I don't think we've ever, we're nutty, we, as promoters, we've never done three shows in one night, it's gonna be amazing. Y'all killing the game, that's why. So, um, yeah. Evolving out here. Uh, Philly, it's gonna get hot out here, so stay your asses okay. in the studio and in Thanks. the crib. If you step out, Especially go with if you your wear girl. Long sleeve clothes. Not with thirty of your homies. Just go out with your girl and support the scene. They gotta like, get one first, Grace. Yeah, don't be <laughs> nutty. Like, yo, it's summertime. Like, this is not act up season. That was 2018. 2019. Talk that talk. This is gonna be a good positive summer. This it was Back too many murders in Philly you know last year. So yeah, this filled off your podcast. So I'm gonna keep it real as we end it. Y'all stay in the studio, stay in the crib. Go out with your shorty to the show. Don't go out with 30 of your homies. Let yep. them take out their shorties and go do what they do. Talk Everybody get laid this summer. Have a good time. Get laid. I got to do all yeah. the stuff you're saying, so you yeah. can't keep promoting stuff that I don't No, no, do no. But you're with your partner. You roll out with Ren, your musical Facts, partner. Facts, yeah. So we good. I don't even know. And that's that. what all it's right. all about is being professional. And like Talk you roll it. out and you show respect and you'll get respect. And that's it. Philadelphia Podcast. Thank you all, Ren, gang, so gang. much. Thank you. We're going to bring yeah. Ren back in episode four and break down more of the production. So that was just a preview. Thanks. Uh, Cause this was off the cuff, so in the next one, I'm like really gonna like ask her even deeper about some of these splice sounds and presets, mm-hmm. and and maybe what we'll do is even film the fourth one. You can bring the machine, or maybe I will. I could hook the machine That'd up, be, yeah. and, and we yeah, can do we, a we live can show the people yeah. how you made one of the beats. Maybe break down the stems. So yeah, yep. Thank y'all so much, man. Cool. 2019 Thank you. positivity. Let's get it.